Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Good evening, everyone. This is Wednesday, December 18th, 2019, one week away from the big Christmas holiday. And welcome to episode number 770, 30 episodes even, ladies and gentlemen, from the big 800 of the Mothership broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. This is the one and the only WCWS Revolution. Once again, this is Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you as we get set to talk about our favorite subject of all time, that being, of course, professional wrestling. We, of course, will start things off with our wrestling news and views here statement brought to us by our 2017 Hall of Fame news tag team, King Ice, represented here tonight by the Iceman, J.D. Jared Girolamo. J.D. is a 2015 and 17 WWS Hall of Famer and also part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. Bringing us wrestling history and birthdays here from the TalkShoe chat box tonight is the human suplex machine, John Gross. John, of course, is the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer and also another part of the broadcast team for Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. And now also joining us there, ladies and gentlemen, coming in here, of course, he is a 2017 WWS Hall of Famer. He is a contributor to WWS Raw Radio. He's also known as the Heartbreak Kid here in the radio network circles. And, of course, if you think of his other nickname here, folks, you got to think about that classic 60s sitcom, Happy Days, in which one the little, in which one the central characters did a little something uh, just like this. Yeah. Well, I didn't know he went that way, but I mean, okay. Well, we'll do it I, went, oh, hey, I was going to say, hey, because uh, I'm listening to. Uh, a, Whoa. Um, I guess uh, okay. this girl, I can't remember her name is. So. Okay. So, and also, that is, of course, Ponzi we're talking about here tonight here. So, before we get underway here, we're, of course, with our, with our tonight's itinerary, let us welcome J.D., John, and Ponzi to what should be an explosive uh, next uh, hour and a half, two hours of, of course, a big-time wrestling talk on episode 770 of Revolution. Christmas a little early, one week early, our came. 
in a big way. And we have got quite a bit of news tonight. Thank you very much, Eugene. Of course, here, gentlemen, let's go and let you know that our live video feed tonight comes mm -hmm. to us from our group dedicated to, dedicated to the original Worldwide Wrestling Federation, the w, uh, WWWFUS beginning of history. And if you care to join us for our live video feed for Revolution Episode 770 tonight, uh, please give us a, please check us out there at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WWWFUS history forever and if you care to join us through talkshoe.com the phone number as always is 1-605-562-0444 caller id 138055 pound the magic six numbers and press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here tonight mm -hmm. as here of course we have a lot to talk about here of course in addition to the news and views and history and birthdays tonight we will of course give you of course the rundown of the official results for both AEW and NXT brought to us here by, of course, both JD and Fonzie. We will also, of course, we'll be talking about the remaining four matches that we didn't talk about last night from this past Sunday's uh, TLC show. We'll definitely talk about that. And also, ladies and gentlemen, yes, indeed, we, we, we mentioned it. We thought we were going to do it last night, but we we're going to do it tonight. And ladies and gentlemen, it is indeed a Family Feud-style trivia championship matchup here. The Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, puts up the NWA US Great American Bash and NXT US Cruiserweight Championship belts on the line against the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie, who will be putting up the NWA US War Games and WCWS 24-7 Championship belts up for grabs here as well. One man will go home with four belts. Will it be the Iceman or will it be the Heartbreak Kid? We will find that out here, of course, a little bit later on here tonight in the meantime here folks let's go ahead and get you going here with our some of our wrestling news and views here today here brought to us here by of course king ice our our 2017 hall of fame news tag team and of course bringing it here tonight representing king king ice as always is the ice man of course we you know him as jd but of course he is always known he's also known by another name which i'm trying to think about that what that is and i know what it is uh jared d Geralmo. jd what's going on here in the wrestling news scene tonight AEW has announced a fan entry today, however, before the show in Corpus Christi, Texas. Among the people you'll see include Private Party, Isaiah Queen, and Mark Cassidy, however, if you will, Q-U-E-N, however, Darby Allen, the skateboarding man, the Land Heartthrob, Sammy Guevara, and Chris Statlander, who will be fighting Dr. Britt Baker tonight in a number one contenders match to see who will face Riho at the very first show of 2020, if you will, however. The meet and greet will be held at the arena, and tickets will go on sale at 4.30 p.m. at the venue, however, if you will. Now, if that's not all, we understand the Young Bucks will be taking on SoCal Uncensored, however, of Scorpio Sky, Christopher Daniels, and the Fallen Angels of Christopher Daniels tonight. Meanwhile, however, earlier tonight, however, mind you, we saw the Young Bucks, however, take on, believe it or not, the we had some other things happen tonight, including Chris Jericho having a 10-minute challenge, however, mind you, as far as what was happening, however, against Jungle Boy Jack Perry, the son of Luke Perry. In addition to that, as we said, however, the Lucha Brothers took on Kenny Omega and Adam Hangman Page. Also, Cody Rhodes and Darby Allen, the skateboarding man, took on the Butcher and the Blade with the bunny in their corner. Meanwhile, however, in NXT, we got a big night of action, which we'll be hearing from shortly from the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie, however, including two big title matches. 
Adam Cole will be defending the NXT World Championship, however, with his undisputed Aram Sherman in tow of Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, and Roderick Strong, the North American champion, taking on Finn Balor, the one-time longest-term NXT champion. Meanwhile, Rhea Ripley, the Australian nightmare, if you will, is looking to rip and uh, capture the NXT Women's title against the submission magician Shayna Baszler, oh. state, if you will, with um, Marina Shafir and Shayna, and of course her friend, Jasmine Duke later on tonight. Wow. Meanwhile, however, Hulk Hogan has announced, however, believe it or not, he has a big surprise, however, a surprise for everyone coming up, however. But speaking of Baker, believe it or not, however, we understand, believe it or not, however, apparently, however, she, of course, tweeted yesterday she had been sitting on the runway for four hours and had been experiencing flight delays and making it to the show, however. She said she was sitting on the runway for four hours and indicated that if it was delayed again, however, then Chris Statlin, basically her opponent, however, Chris Statlin would win by default. However, she did arrive backstage about an hour and a half before the show, however, and the match went on as scheduled, however. We saw it just moments ago, however, and Chris Tantlander will now face Riho on the very first show of the new year in Jacksonville, however, coming up two weeks from tonight. Meanwhile, the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic is set to return in 2020 as well, according to reports. We understand, mm-hmm. however, believe it or not, it'll be started, however, on New Year's Day, however, officially as it was announced tonight on NXT. Meanwhile, however, last night, however, mind you, uh, where is it? I just saw something. Yes. The backstage rating for uh, the viewership, however, for uh, Believe It or Not, however, of uh, WWE Backstage dropped yet again. After doing 127,000 viewers last week, however, it did 95,000 viewers last night. It saw Christian, the goddess Alexa Bliss, however, Ember Moon, however, and also, Believe It or Not, William Shatner, Captain Kirk himself, all appear on the show. Meanwhile, however, Jimmy Uso, however, is apparently going to be returning to the ring very soon. ABC3 WEAR-TV reports that superstar Jimmy Uso, however, appeared on court today on charges from his previous DUI arrest. This is based on his July arrest on charges of DUI. And following the court hearing, however, he was not found guilty in a jury trial over the arrest in which an off-duty officer said he saw Uso's car driving over 100 miles per hour on I-10 in and out of lanes. This was his second arrest in five months that involved alcohol, however, mind you, however. And the outlet reports that the jury deliberated for about an hour before returning the not guilty verdict. Uso still will have the speeding ticket he received from the incident on his record. Meanwhile, however, in other news, however, believe it or not, however, we understand, believe it or not, Tom Coughlin, believe it or not, the former Jacksonville Jaguars coach and New York Giants coach, was fired earlier tonight by owner Shad Khan, however, two days after the NFL Players Association warned players of potentially signing with the franchise because of excessive fines and player grievances. Khan said he initially decided to make the move once the season ended, but the letter the NFLPA sent to his players directly accelerated his timetable. Khan said the following, however, in a statement just a short time ago. I determined earlier this fall that making this move at the conclusion of the season would be in everyone's best interest in recent days that I reconsidered and decided to make this change immediately. I thank Tom for his efforts not only for the past three years, but from all he's done from our very first season a quarter of a century ago to put the Jaguars on the map. My expectation those of our fans for our final two games in the 2020 season are high. And speaking of football, ladies and gentlemen, how we do have another story, how our, our football interesting proportions to tell you about. The actor, no, Denzel Washington, of course, as you know, uh, believe it or not, who played the actor legendary Herman Boone, believe it or not, who led Alexandria's recently integrated, how our coach, who, uh, just saw a second ago, just give me a minute here, folks. 
uh, the, who played the legendary football coach in the movie. Remember the Titans, however, in 1971, however, the first year that the city's high school schools were integrated and consolidated, led by Boone, by, who was black, and assistant coach Billy Ost, who was white, who overcame racial tension to go undefeated and win the state title, passed away today, referring to Herman Boone, at the age of 84. And yes, folks, believe um, Oh, okay, they're just showing something. Sorry, never mind. I thought it was a match coming up uh, in February. Anyway, former T.C. William principal John Porter informed the school Wednesday afternoon Boone's death uh, and the school's football boosters club announced it on Twitter. This comes six months after, however, believe it or not, however, believe it or not, however, uh, uh, his assistant coach uh, passed away back in May at the age of 94. Our thoughts and prayers are with Boone's friends and family tonight. Thank you very much there, J.D. Of course, J.D., along with King and W.O. Jorty Smith is King Ice, your 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team to bring you all the news that fits the print here in the WWS Radio Network. And, of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And, of course, in GTS's case, Super Blue and Duct Tape, they, can, they cannot beat that old-fashioned combination, and nor will we even try to. <laughs> we haven't yet, and we'll never do so. Uh, that's not bad. I like that. Uh, now let's see what John has here in our rest of history and birthdays here for today, December the 18th, of course, one week before Christmas. Let's see with some interesting moments right here. And there's some we might remember, some we might not. But let's go ahead and read it. 44 years ago today, which would put it at 1975 in Tokyo, Japan, Giant Baba wins the All Japan Pro Wrestling Open Championship Tournament. Baba bested the 20-man field with 11 points. Fantastic. Yes. Uh, 24 years ago today, in 1995, and here, ladies and gentlemen, this is a very infamous moment in wrestling history. We all, I'm sure, at least myself and JD, recalls this moment. We've talked about this moment on the show many, many times. On Monday, Nitro in Augusta, Georgia, Deborah Maselli, of course, returns to WCW TV on Monday, Nitro after being fired from the WCF and cut their losses. Of course, now being now known once again as Medusa, also brought. A, brought to WCW a gift from the WWF, the WWF women's title belt, and actually threw it in a trash can. And it would hunt, it would hurt Hunt Maselli around to this day. Mm-hmm. In 2015, when would be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame, she also brought the women's belt that she threw away in the trash, but <clears throat> uh, but 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 uh, but did not do it. She did, attempted to throw the 24/7 belt in the trash on Raw Reunion, but instead gave the belt to Ted DiBiase. I think Ted DiBiase paid her for that. Uh, so, uh, yeah. On that same day, Diesel defeated King Mabel at a Raw taping in eight seconds. The match aired on New Year's Day, 1996. This will be Mabel's last final Raw appearance until 1998 when he took on Ken Shamrock. It was also a perceptuous fall for the man who won the 90, uh, 1995 King of the Ring six months ago. Just two months after he was hitting his career high, he was close to being fired for injuring Diesel in their match at SummerSlam. Just five days after the Raw match airs, he is defeated by The Undertaker in a casket match on WWF Superstars. And speaking of The Undertaker, 19 years ago today, put it at the year 2000, he and The Rock defeated Edge and Christian to win the tag team titles in Greenville, South Carolina on Raw was War. The Undertaker's fourth tag title reign, he shared the titles, of course, once with Stone Cold and Knight, and the Big Show twice in 99, and also The Rock's fourth tag team title reign. He shared it with Mankind three times in 1999. 
Also on that same show, Kurt Angle faced Vince McMahon in a WWF title match. The match barely got underway, but then Angle and McMahon would attack Mick Foley with Edge and Christian interfering to help as well. And thus McMahon fired a bloody Foley. This would be Foley's last Raw appearance until March 26, 2001, and Vince's first WWF match since the 2000 King of the Ring. Fifteen years ago today, put it at the year 2004, WWE taped Christmas in Baghdad from Camp Spaker, S-P-E-I-C-H-E-R, forgive me if I mispronounced that name, in Tikrit, Iraq. Fourteen years ago today, put it at 2005, WWE presented Armageddon from the Dunkin' Donuts Center in Providence, Rhode Island. About 8,000 were in attendance with 320,000 homes watching on pay-per-view, up of 230,000 homes from the 2004 edition. In a Sunday Night Heat pre-show match, Jamie Noble defeated Funaki. As for the regular card, JBL defeated Matt Hardy. MNM defeated the Mexicals in a tag team match. The match was scheduled to be for the tag team titles, but due to Batista and Rey Mysterio defeating MNM for the titles two days before, it was mm. a Chris Benoit defeated Booker T to win the fourth match in the best of seven series for the vacated WWE U.S. title. Benoit had trailed the series three to one. Bobby Lashley defeated William Regal and Paul Burchill in a handicap match. Kid Cash defeated Hooventude to win the Cruiser, WWE Cruiserweight title. And also that same show featured a cameo appearance from former WWE referee Tim White. His first WWE appearance since March of 04. He was featuring in his bar being interviewed by Josh Matthews and refusing to answer questions. White said that the match at Judgment Day 2002 at Hell in the Cell ruined his life, his marriage, and his family. White pulled out a shotgun after Matthews wished him a white Christmas and then shot himself. Bonte, I need you to turn that down just a little bit, please. White pulled out a shotgun after Matthews wished him a white Christmas and shot himself with Matthews pleading with White not to do it. Turned out White shot himself in the foot, not in the head. And that would set up for WWE.com to make lunchtime suicide videos for Tim White from January through April of 2006. Kane in the Big Show defeated Rey Mysterio and Batista. And The Undertaker defeated Randy Orton in a Hell in a Cell match. The show features the last appearance of Cowboy Bob Orton until November 2010. And this is also The Undertaker's seventh Hell in a Cell match and his first one since 2002. And also Randy Orton's first ever Hell in a Cell match. 13 years ago today, we put it at 2006, Vladimir Kozlov was debut for the WWE. He wouldn't wrestle a main roster match until being on TV on, in April of 2008, where he seemingly had an undefeated streak going, but then flamed out on the main roster, only winning one title in the WWE, and that was with Santino Morella in November 2010 when they captured the WWE Tag Team titles. Two years ago today, we put it at 2017, on Raw from Providence, Rhode Island, Stephanie McMahon announced that the women would compete in the first-ever 30-woman Royal Rumble match. The inaugural match, of course, would be won by Asuka. Today is a happy 42nd birthday to the Messiah. Okay. Happy 49th birthday to the former Hardcore Intercontinental ECW, ECW TV, TNA champion, WWE Tag Team champion, and, and, WWE, and WWE champion and Mr. Money in the Bank winner, 
RVD himself, Rob Van Dam. Uh, John says, as much as he would like to do some history on him, he wants to save the two. He wants to save. He wants to save the two others. So here's the birthday, first birthday that, of course, John's got a good history up here. Happy 44th Before birthday. Before we talk Thomas about that very quickly. Okay, go ahead, Sorry. JD. Sorry, real quick. Uh, we have heard WWE star former 2047 now seeing his wife welcome their first child into the world five days ago. Singh posted to Instagram running at their son, Gravir. Singh Sahara was born, however, last Friday. WWE.com reported that the boy came in at six pounds and that he and his mother and also dad are doing very well. So congratulations to him, all three of them, this holiday season. And, of course, like I said, uh, Austin's birthday is today. He's how old today? Well, I haven't gotten to him yet. Okay. I, will, I will, that will be here shortly. Um, yeah. Happy 44th birthday to former seven-time WWE Women's Champion and former Hardcore Champion and Canada's own Trish Stratus. Growing up in Toronto, yeah. she enrolled at York University in where she studied biology in, uh, how do you pronounce that word? K-I-N-E-S-I-O-L-O-G-Y. Oh, crap. Thank you. And played soccer and field hockey, but she was working as, as a receptionist at a local gym where she was approached by the publisher of Muscle Mag International to do a test shoot for the magazine. She later appeared on the cover of the May 98 issue and was signed to a two-year contract. And for the next six months, she worked on her body and also appeared on numerous magazine covers. She was a fan of wrestling since childhood and was especially fond of Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage. Her modeling work had caught the attention of WWE in November of 1999. She signed a multi-year contract with the company. On March 19, 2017, she made her WWE debut scout test and Prince Albert. The next night, Trish formed test and Prince Albert as TNA. Stratus took her first major bump in the ring at Backlash when she was powerbombed by Bubba Ray Dudley. She was also on the receiving end of a stink face by Rikishi in June as well. She would also manage Val Venus to win the IC title, who defeated Rikishi on the July 6, 2000, uh, uh, for the belt. She made her debut on June 22, 2001, in a six-person tag team match with her boys, TNA, against the Hardy Boys and Lita. A storyline feed between, developed between Trish and Lita after the match, a rivalry that would spark for years to come. In late 2000, Trish separated from Test, Albert, and Val Venus when the team disbanded and Val Venus had joined the right to censor. In early 2001, she was involved in an angle with Vince McMahon and where Linda was institutionalized following Vince wanting a divorce during an episode of SmackDown. Vince would force Stratus to strip down to her black bra and panties and bark like a dog. Whoa. Eventually, All right. eventually Stratus would turn on Vince at WrestleMania 17 during Vince's match against Shane. Afterwards, she turned face and teamed up with Lita to take on Stacey Keebler and Tori Wilson at Invasion. And where they were, they won a bra and panties match. Aye, aye, aye. At Survivor Series, oh, after making, yes, after making her return to the ring, she captured her first women's title, winning a six-pack challenge. She was also close to being one of the victims of the Vince McMahon Kiss My You Know What Club until she was saved by The Rock. Trish dropped the women's title for Kaz in 2002, and then she was drafted to the Rock Hall brand, where she won the Hardcore title in 2002 over Crowd Charlie and would drop the title to Stephen Richards. She would regain the women's title the next week over Jazz, but would lose the title again to Molly Holly at the 2002 King of the Ring. Trish would regain the belt back in Unforgiven and would go on a few with Victoria, in which Victoria defeated her at Survivor Series in a hardcore rule. 
But Trish would win the back the belt at WrestleMania 19 in a triple threat match, where, which would include Jazz in the mix. Trish would then lose the belt again to Jazz at Backlash in late stages of the fall of the fall of 2003. Trish began a run match with Chris Jericho and would team team with her old rival Lita. The two became best friends, but they were used by Jericho and Christian in Armageddon. The men won a battle of the sexist match over the women. But Jericho still continued to develop feelings for Trish, and Trish had the same feelings for her. But at WrestleMania 20, Trish would dump Jericho for Christian, turning her heel for the first time since 2001. Trish and Christian would have a brief relationship where they feuded with Jericho. The relationship ended in the summer of 04, and Trish would win back the women's title of Bad Blood for the fifth time. After that, Trish made fun of Lita because of her pregnancy angle with Kane and Matt Hardy and then berated her for losing the baby when Snitsky attacked Kane with a chair shot causing him to fall on top of Lita. The feud between Trish and Lita would rebuild in the fall of 04, with Lita winning back the women's title for the second time since 2000. But Trish would recapture it at New Year's Revolution 2005. Trish held the title despite being sidelined with a herniated disc. Her last appearance for a while was when she formed a short-lived alliance with Viscera, who was asked to protect her from Lita and Kane. In September 2005, Trish returned and saved Ashley Massario from a three-on-two attack, turning her face in the process. She did have an ally in Mickey James, who was Trish's biggest fan. Attention would grow into Going to the start of 2006, and where Mickey turned on Trish and leading to a match at WrestleMania 22, in which Mickey captured the women's title. Mm-hmm. September 2006, Trish Stratus did announce her retirement but wanted to go out with a bang, and she defeated Lita to win her seventh and final women's title in Unforgiven. She would retire as the champ, and the title would be vacated on December 10, 2007. She made her return on the Raw 15th anniversary with Lita attacking Jillian Hall. She did make her return to the ring in 2008 where she teamed with John Cena to defeat Santino Morella and Beth Phoenix. She served as the guest hostess on September 14, 2009 and teamed up with MVP and Mark Henry to defeat Jericho and Beth Phoenix in a six-man tag team match. She made a surprise return to the 2011 Elimination Chamber announcing that she had trained her on the revival of the on the revival of Tough Enough. On March 14, 2011, she took on Vicky Guerrero in her first one-on-one match since 2006 and where she lost a return at WrestleMania 27, the team with John Morrison and Snooki, defeating the team of Dolph Ziggler and Lay Cool. She did make a surprise return on June 6, 2011 and September 16, 2011. She returned to Raw 1000 on July 23, 2012 in a segment with DX. She would be involved in the 2013 WWE Hall of Fame where she was announced that she was pregnant that she was pregnant the next year. She had the distinct honor of inducting Lita into the WWE Hall of Fame. On January 22, 2018, she was amongst a group of women honored as some of the greatest female superstars in the history of the show and also entered the Women's Royal Rumble match as a surprise entrant, the number 30 entrant. She eliminated Nia Jax, Mickey James, and Natalia, but would be eliminated by Sasha Banks. She made a return to the ring at Evolution, teaming up with Lita to defeat Mickey James and Alicia Fox. And then made one final return to the ring at SummerSlam 2009, taking on Charlotte Flair with Charlotte winning the match. And John says, but if you think we're done with the wrestling history and birthdays, and I think JD kind of alluded to this earlier, all hell no. <laughs> because we got one more birthday to report. Happy 55th birthday to former six-time WWE champion, two-time IC champion, four-time tag team champion, 96 King of the Ring winner, 97-98 Royal Rumble winner, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Austin was born in Austin, Texas, as his parents, James and Beverly, 
were uh, divorced when he was around a year old. His mother moved to Edna, Texas in, in 1968. She married Ken Williams. She adopted her stepfather's surname, and later legally changed his name to Stephen James Williams. Austin has three brothers, Scott, Kevin, and Jeff, and one younger sister, Jennifer. Kevin is less than a year younger, and Austin has hypothesized in his autobiography that their father may have left because he could not handle another child so soon. Austin spent most of his childhood in Edna, Texas, after his schooling from Edna High School. <clears throat> Let's see. He got a football scholarship at Wharton County Junior College, followed by a full scholarship at the University of North Texas. Decided to become a wrestler, Austin joined Chris Adams' school in the Dallas, Dallas Auditorium, where he also wrestled for WCCW. Adams' training was pretty technical, teaching Austin the moves, but nothing relating to KFAB. He was named Steve Austin by Dutch Mantel during the merger of World Class and the CWA into the USWA. The name change ordered to avoid, was ordered to avoid confusion with Dr. Death, Steve Williams, a well-known wrestler during that time. <laughs> Austin later returned to Dallas, who was managed by Percy Pringle and accompanied by Jeannie Adams, defeated with Adams and his wife, Tony. Austin then left, then left the USWA in 1990 and signed with WCW the next year. It was during this time that Austin adopted the stunning nickname that followed him to WCW. Austin was originally paired with a valet named Vivacious Veronica, but was later joined by Jeannie Adams, known as Lady Blossom. He defeated Bobby Eaton on June 3, 1991 for the WCW TV title and also joined the Dangerous Alliance. On April 27, 1992, he dropped the title to Barry Windham, but would win it back on May 23, 1992. He enjoyed a second lengthy reign as champion before losing the title to Ricky Steamboat on September 2, 1992. In January 93, he formed a tag team on the Hollywood Blondes with Brian Pillman and won the unified NWA and WCW World Tag Team titles on March 3, 1993 against Shane Douglas and Ricky Steamboat. They held the titles for five months after also wrestling Rick Flair and Arn Anderson on June 16, 1993 at Clash of the Champions 23 in a two out of three falls tag team title match. Austin and Pillman would lose the titles to Anderson and Paul Roma on August 18, 1993 after Pillman returned, Austin betrayed him and defeated him in a singles match on November 10, 1993. He would defeat Dustin Rhodes to capture the U.S. WWE US title on December 27, 1993 at Starcade. Austin held the belt for eight months, but lost the title to Steamboat on August 24, 1994. Austin was scheduled to face Steamboat in a rematch for the title at Fall Brawl on September 18, 1994, but Steamboat suffered an injury and Austin was awarded the title via forfeit. His second reign with the title ended just months later when he lost to Steamboat's replacement, Jim Duggan, in a match that actually lasted 35 seconds. Austin unsuccessfully challenged Duggan for the U.S. title at both Halloween Havoc on October 23, 1994, and Clash of the Champions uh, 29 on, October, on November 16, 1994. After returning from a knee injury in early 1995, Austin took part in a tournament the vacated WCW United States title, where he defeated Jim Duggan, but he lost to Randy Savage in the quarterfinals. Austin would be fired via FedEx by Bischoff, and he was contacted by Paul Heyman of ECW, who had managed him in WCW. Heyman had hired Austin to do in-ring interviews, as he still had not recovered from his injury enough, enough to wrestle. While in ECW, Austin used the platform to develop his future Stone Cold persona, as well as a series of vignettes running down WCW in general, and Bischoff in particular, most memorably in several promos that mocked his then status as Nitro host by introducing Monday Nyquil, 
where he was joined by Bongo, a set of drums. He <laughs> promoted the show where the big boys played with each other. Oh boy. Austin was known as superstar Steve Austin and had a match with the Sandman and featured with Mikey Whipple. November 18, 1995, he wrestled his first ECW match and lost to Mikey Whipwreck. Austin would also lose another match. <clears throat> Austin would lose another match on December 9, 1995, for the ECW World Title in a Triple Threat match. Heyman stated that he had wanted Austin to win the ECW title, but Austin had refused because he felt he was more effective as the hunter rather than the hunted. Austin joined the WWF after Kevin Nash and Jim Ross helped the Misfit Man to hire him in late 1995. Austin debuted on Raw on January 8, 1996, and was awarded the Million Dollar Championship by his manager, Ted DiBiase. He debuted on January 15, 1996, defeating Matt Hardy. He had wrestled as the ringmaster, but his full name was acknowledged by announcers. On January 21, 1996, at the Royal Rumble, he was supposed to be among the final four wrestlers in the ring, which could have given him an early push, but Austin failed to hang on to the ropes after Fatu clotheslined him over and slipped out of the ring early. Austin would make his WrestleMania debut defeating Savio Vega by making him pass out to the Million Dollar Dream. He continued to feud with Vega in the spring of 1996, with Vega beating him twice and also forced Ted DiBiase to leave the game. Austin would be discarded in favor of his most famous uh, nickname, uh, Stone Cold, and, and of course, his superstardom began at the 1996 King of the Ring, winning the wow. 19th, defeating Jake Roberts in the finals. After the match, Austin cut a promo and used the iconic catchphrase, Austin 316. Originally, Hunter Hurst Helmsley was planned to win the King of the Ring, but due to the infamous curtain call incident in May of 96, wow. he would be <clears throat> Austin's biggest feud in 1996 would be against Bret Hart, and where Austin challenged Bret to a match, and where Bret accepted that Survivor mm-hmm. Series. Austin would send a message to Bret by taking his old friend Brian Pillman, which would lead to the infamous Pillman's Got a Gun angle. At Survivor Series, he lost to Bret Hart. At the 97 Royal Rumble, entered at number five. He won the match, eliminated half the field, including Bret Hart, the Undertaker, and Vader. Mm-hmm. The officials didn't see it as they were too busy being distracted between Mankind and Terry Funk. Austin's feud with Brett continued with Brett winning his fourth WWF title, but Austin would cost Hart the title the next night to Psycho Sid, which led to a submission match at WrestleMania 13. Hart defeated Austin in a five-star acclaimed submission match with Ken Shamrock as a special referee. During the match, Austin had been cut and was bleeding profusely from his face, but he still refused to tap out when Hart locked in the sharpshooter. Austin finally just passed out from blood loss, Still held in the sharp. Austin refused any assistance turning him face while Hart turned heel. However, Austin portrayed an anti-hero instead of a traditional babyface. He still continued to feed with Brett and where he teamed with Shawn Michaels to defeat Owen Hart and the British Bulldog to win the tag team titles. And also had Dude Love as, as well winning the tag team titles in July of 1997. On August 3rd, 1997, Austin and the IC title at SummerSlam with an added stipulation, of, at, stipulation that if all Owen won, Austin would have to kiss Hart's butt if he lost. During the contest, Hart botched a tombstone pile driver. <clears throat> let's see. Uh, he, a tombstone pile driver and dropped Austin on his head, resulting in a legitimate broken neck and temporary paralysis for Austin. Austin would, however, crawl over and win his first IC title over Owen Hart. A visibly injured in days, Austin was helped to his feet by a number of referees 
and led hit and led to the back. Austin would be forced to relinquish both the Intercontinental and Tag Team titles that same year. September 22, 1997, Madison Square Garden on Raw. Austin entered the ring and attacked Owen. And as it looked like Austin attempted to fight the officers, Vincent Man came to the ring to lecture Austin about why he could not be physically able to compete. Austin responded by leaving him in shock. <clears throat> Austin was arrested as part of the storyline, but was sidelined to the 97 Survivor Series, where he won the IC title for the second straight time over Owen Hart. Austin would defeat with The Rock, who had allegedly stolen the IC title from him at In Your House. Austin would retain the title against The Rock, but the next night on Raw, The Rock would be given the belt to Austin, but he would steal it again and throw the belt into the Piscatawa uh, River. There you go. After Bret Hart's departure for WCW, Austin and Shawn Michaels remained the top star for the company. At the 98 Royal Rumble, he entered at number 24, winning the Rumble by last eliminating The Rock. Austin would then interrupt Vince and Mike Tyson, yeah. sparking a brawl between Tyson and Austin. Tyson would be announced as the special enforcer for the main event at WrestleMania 14, although he had appeared to be aligned himself with Shawn Michaels' stable DX. But at WrestleMania, Tyson would side with Austin and help Austin capture his first WWF title belt over Shawn Michaels. The next night on Raw, after the Austin era was ushered in, Austin was presented with a new title belt by Vincent Mann, with the man telling him that he didn't approve of his rebellious nature. Austin responded by him, McMahon, with a stunner. A week later, Austin appeared in a suit with an entire with beaming with a beaming McMahon taking a picture of himself as his new corporate champion, but it was a scam all along. As Austin told McMahon that it would be the last time he would see Austin dressed like this. Austin hit McMahon and the corporate grapefruit and take to take, take another picture of the two of them while McMahon was doubled over in pain. On April 13, 1998, the two were scheduled to have a one-on-one match with McMahon's first ever WWF in-ring match, but the match was interrupted by Duke. However. It scored a rating with uh, with WWF as it beat Nitro, of course, since June 10th of 1996. Austin would then feed with Dude Love and Unforgiven, and also an end over the edge and where McMahon sided with Dude Love. Dude failed to regain the belt over Austin. McMahon would then hire Kane to beat Austin for the title of the 1998 King of the Ring after he had defeated The Undertaker in the number one contenders match. <clears throat> Austin and Kane would face up for the title at the 1998 King of the Ring in the first blood match. King stated that if he, if he hadn't won the title, he would set himself on fire. At King of the Ring, with help from The Undertaker, King would capture the title over Austin, but Austin won it back the next night. Austin then feuded with The Undertaker, although they won the tag team titles that fully loaded over Kane and Mankind. The two would lose the titles again to Kane and Mankind at SummerSlam. They faced off against each other with Austin emerging victorious against the dead man. So in response, McMahon set up a triple threat match between Kane, The Undertaker, and Austin. It were Kane and The Undertaker pinned Austin at the same time, forcing McMahon to vacate the belt. Austin appeared in a, on a Zamboni machine the next night to attack McMahon and was arrested. It then also attacked him in the hospital as well. Whew. On day, he was fired for refusing to account for the Undertaker and came for the vacated title, but would be rehired after kidnapping McMahon and dragging him to the middle of the ring with a toy gun. In the semifinals of the, sem of the Survivor Series tournament, Austin would lose to Mankind after Shane betrayed Austin and joined his father. At Rock Bob 1998, Austin would find another way to get another title shot as he defeated the Undertaker. Okay. But Sorry, that was my yawn. That was my yawn. But McMahon made him face another hurdle as he was one of the 30 participants in the 1999 Royal Rumble match as he was forced to enter the Rumble 
at number one. The good news for Austin, McMahon entered at number two. Austin was a tap McMahon, but as both men never were eliminated, they fought outside the ring and also in the crown where Austin was a tap by McMahon's corporation. Austin would return to wrestle again, and he and McMahon were the final two into the rock. Toss Austin the victory, giving McMahon the win. Austin somehow weaseled his way to WrestleMania 15, defeating McMahon in a steel cage match and would defeat The Rock to regain the belt for the third time at WrestleMania. Austin would also reclaim his smoking skull belt after he beat The Rock to retain it at Backlash. He was involved to help Vince McMahon save his daughter from The Undertaker, and he did. And over the edge, Undertaker defeated Austin to win the title, and Vince was the higher power that screwed Austin all along. Austin retaliated and became the CEO, with Austin putting it on, on the line at the 1999 King of the Ring. When the Mans won the match, but Austin pulled a fast one on the Mans by announcing that he could have a title shot at any time and place it to be determined by himself. The next night, he defeated The Undertaker to win the title for the fourth time. Austin would defeat The Undertaker in a first blood match at Fully Loaded, and thus gave McMahon a goodbye Stone Cold Stunner with a man out of power for a while. Good Lord, John. Austin dropped the title to Mankind at SummerSlam in a triple threat match with Triple H attacking the legs of Austin. He returned to sep- in September to challenge Triple H for the title with Austin causing him the title to Vince McMahon and also, put, and also Austin putting Vince back in power. And on Mercy, he and Triple H fought for the title in a no-hold-barred match with the game retained the title with accidental interference from The Rock. At Survivor Series, Austin, The Rock, and Triple H were set to face off against each other. A backstage DX attacked Austin. I set up a trap while Austin was looking for them. A car came by and ran over Austin. Austin would undergo knee surgery as part of his write-off. A car angle was used to write off, write him off of television. Austin would be gone for nine months at Backlash. He made a one-night return by saving The Rock to win the title over Triple H. He would return an unforgiven to find out who ran him down. He spent most, the most, uh, he spent plenty of time trying to find out who did it. The McFoley announced that it was that Rikishi did it to. Rikishi did, which he, of course, Rikishi confessed to doing it because he did it for The Rock. And No Mercy, Austin took on Rikishi in a no holds barred match with Austin brutally attacking Rikishi and then attempting to run him down until he was arrested by the police. But Rikishi would ha- also have an accomplishment that would help attack Austin and may believe that Rikishi's cousin, The Rock, would do it. But Triple H was revealed to be the mastermind all along, and that set up a match at the 2000 Survivor Series with Austin throwing Triple H 50 feet threw a car on a forklift at Armageddon. He unsuccessfully challenged in a six-man Hell in a Cell match for the WWF title, but did win the 2001 Royal Rumble for the third time by eliminating Kane. He still holds the, the three-time Rumble winner distinction. Austin ended his feud with Triple H in February of 2001 with Triple H defeating him cleanly at No Way Out. At WrestleMania 17, Austin would have helped by Vince McMahon to defeat The Rock, winning his fifth title, and thus turning here for the first time since 97. Also, Triple H was part of the group, as Triple H and Austin were known as the two-man power trip. The game and Austin would win the tag team titles over Kane Undertaker at Backlash 01, but the group split with Triple H's injury. Austin would turn face in the start of the invasion angle by saving Team WWF in an attack against WCW ECW, but turned heel when he joined the alliance by turning on Kurt Angle, and that would lead to a few between the two as Angle win the title of Forgiven, but Austin would win it back in October. After the invasion angle died, Austin turned face again and was known for his new famous catchphrase, what? Austin lost the title at Vengeance to Chris Jericho, proclaiming Jericho the first ever undisputed champion. By 2002, Austin's main event status slowly faded into the scene as he beat Scott Hall at WrestleMania 18, 
It was also a part of the wrong brand as well. There's issues with the WWE was going down south. Austin, no show denied after WrestleMania 18. And again, on the draft lottery, returned on April 1st, 2002 to join the Raw brand. Austin would walk out again on June 10th, 2002, when he refused to compete against Brock Lesnar in a King of the Ring qualifying match with Brock going over with Brock winning over him. His marriage problems, marriage also had problems too, with Austin attacking his wife, Deborah, as well. Austin McMahon settled their differences in 03 with Austin returning in 2003 to defeat Eric Bischoff and wrestle his last match with the Rock at WrestleMania 19, despite being in the hospital the night before. Austin would retire from wrestling after his match with the Rock, but would become the Raw GM from April of 2003 through November, through November of 2003. Austin would make some sporadic WWE appearances delivering a stunner to Roddy Piper at WrestleMania 21 on Piper's Pit. And also made an appearance at the end of ECW One Night Stand 2005, and then attacked McMahon on Raw Homecoming as well. Also continued to make some more appearances mm-hmm. and was into the 2009 Hall of Fame. Let me see. Let me see if God has any more here. He didn't make any appearances in 2012 and 13 until returning to WrestleMania 30 with The Rock and Hulk Hogan, which John says he calls a rare WrestleMania moment. Also, did have one more. Did have one more feed with McMahon's again on January 22, 2018, with Austin stunning both Shane and Vince at the same time. He would return to the to the Raw reunion at Madison Square Garden in 2019, with Austin stunning AJ Styles at the Garden. Broken Skull podcast and where Undertaker and Goldberg were, were recent, is recent to guests. <clears throat> and John said that's all he's got with the rest of history and birthdays here for today. Woo! John, sir, thank you very much there for, of course, the rest of history and birthdays here for tonight. And uh, JD, thank you very much for the rest of the news and views here for tonight here as well. Let's give you this one more time here, folks. 1 605 562. Zero four four four. Well, not that one three eight one three eight one three eight zero five five pound. This is episode seven hundred and seventy of WCWS Revolution for Wednesday, December eighteenth, two thousand nineteen, ten nineteen p.m. Eastern Time. Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw along with the Iceman Jerry Girolamo, the Human Suplex Machine John Gross, and the Heartbreak Kids Fonzie here with you here tonight. Also, do not forget, ladies and gentlemen, our live video feed uh, from WWWFUS beginning of history. As I see, of course, John is joining us there, as well as, of course, Mr. Matt Hahn Wells and Mr. Daniel K. Uh, Warnock. I hope I pronounced that name right. Uh, joined us here. Join us there from oh, the live video feed. Okay, so we have a so that so we thank you very much for joining in and like to comment on anything you wish to do so, and we'll definitely answer that for you. Okay, now, while we, of course, like to everyone, 
sure is paying attention to, of course, NXT and AEW. Let's go ahead and get the remaining four matches from TLC already uh, uh, taking place here. Let's go ahead and talk yeah. about the remaining four matches that I talked about from Sunday night, of course. Uh, and of course, and, and of course, I will not talk about Fonzie's belch. Uh, so, uh, we <laughs> okay, here next I'll go in this order JD, and then of course, Fonzie. Now, we'll talk, then I'll now we'll ask John this, this question. So, so the first match I will talk about here in 19 minutes and 20 seconds, we saw the new day, the former Big E and Kofi Kingston retain the SmackDown tag titles over the revival. JD, your thoughts about this match, please. This was a good opener, and of course, it was, uh, of course, we know these two teams know each other's style so well. How this is sort of like going back to the days of the Rock and Roll Express, Midnight Express, feud of the '80s. These guys have fought so many times over the past half year, whether it be house shows, pay-per-views, however, uh, special events, however, whatever, and they continue to just absolutely tear each other limb from limb, piece by piece. The surprise here was that Big E, how it did suffer some injuries here in this matchup. I think I heard he uh, injured his wrist. I heard he had a couple cracked ribs. Uh, this was very interesting. This was a good way to start out the show, and this gave the fans something to cheer about. I was impressed with this match uh, right out of the gate. Unfortunately, my pick was wrong, but hey, it is what it is. But I will tell you one other thing I did hear, Howard, tonight that many people did not hear, and I mentioned it on uh, debate earlier. Uh, does the name Cole Cabana ring a bell? Uh, yes, it does. Well, apparently AEW tonight, Howard, had him, I guess, in a match on AEW Dark, believe it or not. I don't know if he was commentating or if he was wrestling, but he was there tonight in Corpus Christi. Well, interesting. Maybe there might be something to that, or maybe working out. And then there's another, and there's another name, and there's another name I heard who might be trying out for AEW. The Miz's former assistant, Alex Riley, is talking about making a comeback. I heard somebody he's wanting to come back and wrestle. Um, yeah, he says he's he but, says he wants to. Yep. <laughs> We'll have to wait and see what all happens there. I mean, where will he go? So we'll just have to watch that very carefully. Uh, Fonzie, your thoughts about the SmackDown tag title match as you saw the New Day get by the revival to hold on to it in 1920? Uh, the New Day still is a tag team champion. So, and... Uh, I have a little breaking news tonight. Uh, JD's gonna love this. Raya Ripley defeated uh, Shauna Baszler and become a new women's NXT champion. Holy cow! Whoa, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Saw the last couple seconds of the match. Yeah, the submission magician could not. Have her friends Jasmine Dugamarina she caught the last couple of minutes, but she, I the she had her I elbow it. broke too. JD. I heard it was one hell of a I heard it was one hell of a match. Yeah, though. it was. And I mean, and, uh, I mean hopefully you guys hit your captive both of them. So that mean I think that means now yeah. I think Shayna's on the way to SmackDown or Raw. I think she's getting the call up tonight. I don't her think. I don't think. Got her. No, I, I think th- she's going to get I a rematch. She might, but you know, I think she, I've got. I mean, she was champion for four or sixteen days. I mean, you think about it, though. I mean, 
she showed up at Survivor Series. I mean, does Hunter yeah. and uh, Regal say, you got the phone call, you're coming up to start the new year off and the new decade off? I mean, we'll see. But, I mean, yeah. I heard the ring The ring almost collapsed. I heard with the fan. It was like a, like a mob scene in the ring, I heard. I mean, maybe it was like a... Yeah, uh, no, like an... It was yeah. like a mosh pit scene. <laughs> but uh, yeah. congratulations definitely goes out to the uh, very uh, angry Aussie. Uh, Rhea Ripley is now on top of yep. the mountain of the NXT Women's Division. But you better be careful. Not only she is going to be coming over for a rematch, you look at people like Dakota Kai, Tegan Knox, yeah. Bianca Belair. I mean, they're all going to be coming for her now. Yep. The first year, did so, you all Rhea Ripley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, uh, John, of course, talked about this match. Roy said that it was a good opener between these two teams. He says, no doubt this was a ta- tag team feud, of course, of SmackDown Live. So there you go. Uh, good point of view there, John, on that match. Very good indeed. The next one here we'll talk about here is, uh, and I don't know how much Diggy uh, wants to talk about this one here, but I'm going to go and bring it up anyway. I'll get his take on it. This was the second longest match, of course, of TLC this past Sunday night. TLC matches we saw court Jester Corbin with the help of the revival and Dolph Ziggler get by with mm, the reigns. JD, your thoughts, please. Oh yeah, and I'm not gonna. I mean, how many times do we have to see that court Jester cock stain, boy and bland, wedding singer vest wearing, bartender wannabe, bald headed cue ball, and his little boyfriend, dickhead Dolph had. Dolph, Dolph, douchebag Ziggler, and Dash and Dawson save him and have Corey Graves blow him. I mean, seriously, enough is enough. I mean, they continue to embarrass Roman time and time again over the last few weeks. Hour. And once again, just shows you that Corman loves to blow Vince McMahon and the entire writing staff and the entire office of the WWE because he thinks he's so great and everyone should bow down and kiss his ring in his hand. Well, guess what, Corman? You can kiss my you-know-what, however, because I'll kick you where it hurts the most. And believe the big dog is going to take a big bite out of your backside, however, and it's going to give you a Christmas present that you will not soon forget come this Friday in Brooklyn unless you have to have your boyfriends help you. So you better be ready to celebrate Christmas. Christmas in a big way because you're going to be not only uh, wishing people how bow down to you, you're going to be wishing you uh, basically never stepped in the big dog's yard and messed with the big dog because now the big dog is more angry than ever and people are tired of your absolute lame ass cock bullshit, if you ask me. Uh, very, thank you there, JD. Very good point indeed. Uh, Fonzie, your take on Corbin versus Reigns? No comment. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, John and John says he also says the same thing. Okay. That's well, I don't dirty really play. Serious? I'm no, sorry. Really. I'm watching. No, I'm watching the Colorado and Black Chicago Blackhawks. Blackhawks. Oh, That's yeah. a dirty play. Holy okay. shit! Let me see here. Uh, sorry. Let's see. Uh, that's, that's all right. That's all right. Uh, let me see here. I don't know if I, I skipped. Yeah, I did skip. I think I did skip. I'll, let me go. Let me go back to it here. Unless, of course, uh, we talked about it. Uh, no, we did talk about this match last night. No, I'll, I'll bring it up. I'll bring it up again because, like I said, we got to we got to make it even here. Uh, one I did skip. My apologies here, folks. Uh, the match ended here in thirteen forty-five. A one-on-one contest. We saw Alistair Black get by Buddy Murphy. Uh, J.D., your thoughts on this match, please? 
And we're going to see this rematch in a couple weeks, believe it or not, with these two on Raw, believe it or not. I mean, the Dutch destroyer definitely, however, uh, was lucky he wasn't destroyed here because, I mean, you think about it, though. I mean, he had his nose broken in this match, which was unbelievable you think about it, however. And uh, it was a very good match. I mean, Buddy Murphy continues to impress me every time I watch him, but I love Aleister Black even more. Uh, this was a very entertaining match, like I said, and I think these two are not done with each other. And like I said, we're going to see this feud obviously continue, of course, coming up, however, believe it or not, on the final show of the year. But like I said, this was a very good match, and to me, this was by far the second best match of the night. And like I said, how we saw what happened, how when Alistair Blackhower had his nose broken, how by uh, Buddy Murphy, Buddy Murphy almost uh, laid down the law on the Dutch disorder, but in the end, it was a black mask that came back to uh, bite Buddy Murphy. Dirty mother. Pretty good match with these two. I was very entertained by this match. It was really good. Fonzie, your take on Alistair Black getting by Buddy Murphy in 1345. This is okay. I thought they were going to stop this match because of uh, uh, Black couldn't breathe or something. He was bleeding from yeah, the nose. Yeah, he does got shattered. I yeah. thought they were going to stop it, but uh, they didn't. So I hope he's all right. So we'll see what happens. Okay. Uh, let's see what John has to say about Alistair Black getting by Buddy Murphy. Uh, John says, pretty enjoyable match. I love the beginning where they stared each other down. The two sitting two sitting from each other. Oh, my gosh. Goosebumps. Hmm. Okay. Thank you there, John. And one more we'll have to talk about here. Uh, this was, I'm sure, one. I think this was, I believe, considered the shortest match of the whole night, which we oh, thought this could have gone. <laughs> uh, of course, in the match we're referring to, in six minutes and 40 seconds, we saw Bray Wyatt, of course, not the Fiend, but the Firefly Funhouse, the minted Pee Wee Herman version of Bray Wyatt, get by The Miz in six minutes and 40 seconds. JD, your thoughts about this match? This was very short. Yeah, you're right, however. And the thing is, where do they go from here, however, involving this whole thing, however? Like I said, we're going to have to wait and see what happens, however. But honestly, the big question is now, however, now, what's going to happen next, however? I mean, we're going to have to wait and see what happens. But obviously, however, the big thing is, obviously, however, we saw what happened when Daniel Bryan showed up, however, after the match was going on. And we know that this week, however, Daniel Bryan's coming back like uh like he did back in 2010 when he first debuted on NXT with the shaved head and a little bit of uh, no longer the heavy beard, however. But uh, he better be careful because now Bray, however, means business, however. Whether it is he's come back as the evil fiend, however, and ready to uh, terrorize people again uh, like a clown, if you will, or just be the kitty love and show host, however, and uh, do damage that way as the Universal Champion, we don't really know. But all I know is we're going to find out Friday night at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York. And if I'm Daniel Bryan, uh, you better be very careful because we've already seen what uh, Bray's done with Miz's family. And uh, if I'm Daniel Bryan, I'd be very careful about uh, my uh, girl Birdie and also Bree, especially this holiday weekend. Uh, it's going to be very, very interesting to watch Friday night in Brooklyn. Boy, I would definitely agree. Fonzie, your take on Bray Wyatt getting by the Miz in six minutes and 40 seconds. Yeah. 
I said uh, this would be a longer match. But, uh... Eh, this was okay. I'm going to see what yeah. happens on Friday mm-hmm. on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Thank you there, Pons. Uh, let's see what John has to say. He said this was actually a boring match. He actually liked the new Dan- Daniel Bryan look, similar to the look he had back in 2010. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I do remember that. He had that look, that same look back during that time. Okay. <clears throat> so, uh, all right, gentlemen. Thank you very much here, here, of course, for, uh, of course, what was, of course, a very, very unique uh, TLC. Of course, this past Sunday. Of course, we did talk about the, the prediction title challenge. Of course, as we said, the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie, of course, won the TLC prediction title challenge uh, earlier tonight, ladies and gentlemen. I did get, of course, a hold of Mr. Hulkamania Bob Ziggler, and I actually. Um, 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 about uh, uh, because I had the actually he had not picked out his belt from the prediction title challenges for both War Games and Survivor Series last month, so we went and took care of those as well as of course the pay per view from last night from the NXT prediction title challenge. Bobby chose the NXT US Takeover Championship, uh, and also from Survivor Series he also chose the WWF US. Brahma Bull Championship. Uh, so those were taken care of from last month. And for TLC, he chose the Impact US Destination X Championship. So uh, we got those taken care of as far as Bobby there is concerned. And John did actually have one quick question here. He want, he meant to ask something about it. Of course, any you any uh, has anyone here heard the news about Donald Trump being impeached? Yes, I mentioned it earlier uh, towards the tail end of, uh, uh, believe it or not, I mentioned that earlier uh, towards the end of uh, debate tonight. And yes, happy days are here again, finally. Let's just say we came, Christmas came a little early for all of us, Howard. Even though it's still early, yes, Christmas is come early, John. So you're telling me that Trump is out, is, 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 is out of office? Not yet. Not yet. There's Not no yet. proceeding with that. Not yet, but uh, they did mail him, and he uh, bitched about it and cried about it tonight. Some rally in Battle Creek, Michigan, like a little cross child, saying it wasn't fair and that everyone was against him. Well, guess what? You mm. made this mess. You suffer the consequences now. Yep. So, so, ladies and gentlemen, of course, from another, from one interesting, from one interesting piece of news to another here, apparently. Uh, of course, a lot of folks here, of course, who voted for Trump, of course, are probably paying for it there the hard way. Popcorn uh, balls. But of course, I, as, we, as we did, as we just now said, like I said, President Donald Trump has been impeached. So uh, I think a lot of people were expecting it. <laughs> and it and I don't know why in the world Tommy is laughing, but uh, uh, no, no, sorry, talking about Halloween, whatever. Then guy answer popcorn balls. <laughs> okay. uh, no, what is like? What's the best uh, 
Halloween this, candy this is, this you is give what out. Was, this is what was said. Hold on. This is what they're saying. For the third time in the nation's history, the House of Representatives voted to impeach a sitting president following a day-long debate on whether he violated his oath in pressuring the Ukraine to damage a political opponent. The vote went down 230 to 197 to impeach him for abuse of powers almost entirely on party, party lines and was to be followed quickly by a second vote on whether or not he obstructed Congress. So he was impeached for abuse of power. Only we can do that to Vince McMahon, and maybe it might be a better place. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, well, there you have it there, folks. Uh, very, very big time the point of big time events here. So it looks like it has finally come down here. We thought we would never see the day, but, uh, but apparently it has happened. So you heard it here, of course, like here in the radio network. Of course, it's been all over the news. And I'm sure that people are going to be probably parading in the streets and all that stuff here, too. We're just going to have to wait and see mm-hmm. what all next year indeed. All right, let's give you the number one more time here, folks. 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID 138055-POUND. It is 10.37 p.m. on uh, Wednesday, December 18th, 2019. Of course, seven days before Christmas. <clears throat> it's episode 770 of Revolution. Mr. WWS, Chad Henshaw, along with the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Chris, and the next president of the United States, Kid Ponzi. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Go Fonz. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, never know. I might be. I might be up next. Uh, yeah. And JD will be his first lady. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but I do. We do have updates about what happened however, tonight on AEW Dynamite from Corpus Christi. So we are ready to go with that. Okay, JD, go on. Let's hear what we got as far as AEW is concerned. Uh, the official results for AEW Dynamite tonight. Please go ahead. With a week to Christmas, our Christmas definitely was a very interesting night, Howard, in the American Bank Center. Our first match of the night, the Lucha Brothers. Ray Fenex, however, and of course, Pentagon took on Money. the Hangman, Adam Page, and the Queen of Kenny Omega. Surprisingly, the Lucha Brothers won in 18 minutes in a very good match to kick off the show. Afterwards, Paige and Kenny fought, however, as the bastard Pac appears on the screen. He says he wants his rematch with Kenny and walks through the back and looks to kick the crap out of Michael Nakazawa. Kenny heads to the back, but the Lucha Brothers lay him out until Paige runs him off. Kenny searches for Pac. Paige follows, and then we see Darby Allen skateboarding around. In our next match, Cody and Darby Allen versus the Butcher and the Blade and the Bunny. As a result, Cody and Darby Allen end up winning, however, in 11 minutes. Allen hit a uh, coffin drop, and Cody hit the springboard cutter for the win. Uh, due to the pre-match agreement, Allen will get a rematch at some date with, some date with Cody. Uh, pretty good match, entertaining, very entertaining. Next, however, we see a video of Jungle Boy doing a training video. Next, Awesome Kong versus A Victim. Brandy and Melanie Cruz are ringside, and Awesome Kong didn't take long making her debut, how winning less than a minute, however, here. Kong then takes another hair trophy after the match. From there, JR talks to Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy, of course, however, respects the and JR Cohen is ready for the pressure, and he knows that his dad, the great Luke Perry, would be proud. 
Jericho, meanwhile, had Sammy Guevara come out with game cards, looking TNT for going pitcher and pitcher, and then they cut the second screen out completely, which led us to our next match. Uh, Ten minutes on title challenge. The champion, Chris Jericho with Jake Hagar, however, if you will, however, versus Jungle Boy, who is with Luchasaurus and Marco Stunt, if you will, at ringside. Uh, Jericho actually... Jungle Boy lasted 10 minutes and went to a draw. However, Jericho demanded five more minutes, however, and of course, Jungle Boy fought back. Needless to say, however, needless to say, however, Jericho says that Jungle Boy didn't beat him and that John Moxley has an invitation to join the inner circle. He already knows the answer and promises big surprises for him. He says to talk it over again with his wife, which he did not mention, which we all know is Renee Young, and his mom. All he has to do is say yes. He says, Merry Christmas, Mox, from everyone in the inner circle, however, mind you. But before that, Tony corrects him about the 10 minute deal. Jericho says that Jungle Boy didn't beat him. Tony says that Jericho did, in fact, get. Jericho says that Jungle Boy didn't beat him. Uh, Tony says that Jungle Boy did win, however, mind you, did last the 10 minutes and beat him. But we later found out it went to a draw, surprisingly. Anyway, up next, SCU is in the back. Says they're the tag team in All Elite. The Lucha Brothers arrive and mocked in for um, uh, both against Pentagon and Daniels Lees. Next, Britt Baker, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, takes on Chris Statlander. Chris Statlander pulls off the win and now will face Riho on the very first show of the new year in Jacksonville. As she won, however, mind you, with a big bang theory after uh, Baker tried to go with her uh, finisher, however, the one with the mouth, thing, uh, thing she does with the, the mouth, however, the uh, whatever, the lock jaw, unfortunately, did not work. Then we go, Tony ends up talking to Brandy after the match, however. Well, Brandy then shows up and dismisses Tony and praises Statlander. She wants to know if Statlander's with her or not. Statlander says no, and quickly calling her uh, minion arrive, Brandy then attacks Statlander with a spiked heel shoot to the eye and leaves. So once again, Brandy being a little arrogant bitch, if you will, here. Sean Spears and Tully cut a promo about uh, the perfect 10 tie domes and looking for a tag team partner. Tully says that they will find him a guy. We then get a Young Bucks video package on the importance of tag team wrestling in the company as well as their failure to prove that they're the best tag team in all of wrestling. They are friends with SoCal and Censor, but tonight is their time, which leads us for a main event. The champions, SCU versus the Young Bucks. SCU, however, of uh, the Fallen Angel, Christopher Daniels and company, however, with Scorpio Sky and Kazarian, defeat the Young Bucks. Afterwards, the Dark Order arrives and is for initiation. The Creepers, including Reynolds and Silver, attack SCU in the Bucks. Daniels arrives, gets beaten, get beaten down, and Kenny's here. The numbers get to him. Cody and Dustin arrive, and they are taken out. Surprisingly, no Adam Page here to be found here, or even MJF, along with uh, Warbo tonight, surprisingly, on this show. Uh, Dark Order clears the ring, and Reynolds and Silver receive their official mask. Uno says to never doubt them again as they all stand tall to close the show and the last show of AEW. Overall, a pretty good show tonight. I thought it was pretty good. The first match was very good. I enjoyed that. The women's match was fairly decent. Uh, the other tag match with Cody and Darby versus the Butcher and the Blade was pretty good. Uh, the Jericho Christ. match was all right. I didn't think it was too bad. And the tag match was kind of halfway decent, too. So you had four out of five pretty good matches tonight. A lot of tag matches for the theme tonight at AEW. But uh, now we're going to see what happens in two weeks with Riho versus Statlander, with whether or not Jericho will uh, get his answer from the mocks. And, of course, we all know about MJF and Cody. So things are heating up as we start the new decade, Howard, and as we close out 2019 in AEW, Howard, and the 12th week after three months, Howard, we can say AEW 
did a fairly decent job again this week uh, from Corpus Christi. So now, let us turn it over to Mama Mia himself, the voice of NXT, uh, along with Beth Phoenix, and of course, Nigel McGuinness, and his buddy Marlon Orr, the one and only Heartbreak Kid himself, Fonzie. Okay, uh, Fonz, what Fonz has to say, Fonz, go ahead and take her away. I will return here momentarily. Please go proceed. Okay. The first match we had, Finn Balor versus Adam Cole. And... Yes. 15 minutes, 14 seconds, that went. Yeah. And I'm and at Adam Cole remains the champion. Uh, then we had um, uh, Johnny Gargano yeah. returning. Oh uh, yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah, Gar- yeah, Johnny Gargano returned, but uh, distracting uh, Finn Balor. So ah. Uh, yeah, then after that, and the next match was Pete Dunn. Yep. Oh, wait. Yeah, Pete Dunn. So, and so Dean Christian Kelly Dane. Yeah, then Pete Dunn fought too, J.D. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that Dean Christian was next. That, of course, yeah. ended up with uh, Dean Christian yeah. with the uh, Machinine. And, of course, yeah. uh, well, I've asked you to ask the question now. Yeah. So we'll, yeah, we'll come up in a second. Uh, do we see maybe Finn and Gargano on the first show of the new year, do you think? Yes, I do, yes. I I, do. Yeah. I, I see a triple threat, really. I see Cole getting his... I think mm. Cole's going <laughs> to fight both of them in a triple threat. I really right. do. I really do, but you never know. Right. And you said Pete Dunne fought next. If you said yes, yeah, uh, he done he, fought he next. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Um, yeah. Uh, try to think. He'll survive. He'll survive. Yeah, he'll survive. Yep. Beat Santana Garrett uh, one in four minutes here. Yeah. And of course, before we continue on, hold on a second. We know that a video package is hyping one Worlds Collide, which will pit NXT against NXT UK yeah. on January 25th, the night before the Rumble. That'll be good. Yeah. That'll be yeah, good. that's going to be awesome. Yes. And uh, talk uh, about that. Pete Dunn, Pete Dunn versus Travis Banks, whatever his name Banks. is. Yeah, yeah, from the UK. Yeah, yeah Travis, yeah, he won. Him. He beat <laughs> Pete Dunn tonight. Shocking. What about Cameron Grimes beating Kushida? Yeah, yeah. That's a, that that's a shocker because Kushida's been, right. yeah, that went 14 minutes. That was very good. Mm-hmm. And the main Next event week was, we got, uh, of course, yep. Next week we got Robert uh, Strong issuing an open challenge. I guess they're going to tape that show yeah. tomorrow night, I would think. Because there's yeah, no way I they're going to do next a week. Night show at Full Sail. Yeah, but I there's think no it's, way yeah, next they can do a lot. Yeah, well, but it's Christmas Eve, J.D. No, Christmas Day. That's... No, no. Day yeah, TV. that's right. You're right. Yeah. Well, figuring so about they next might have, week. Unless, unless they're taking that show team. tomorrow night. For, yeah, I guess. Leo Rush I have Keith no idea. Tony, I just yeah. thought, yeah. The thing is, unless <laughs> they take that show tomorrow night live, however, 
but next week I'm going to take it away. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how many people show up at yeah. you know, Christmas night because next week you've got yeah, Mark Strong is doing an open challenge. And then right. Leo Rush and Keith Lee versus Tony Neese and Damian Priest. Yep. That's the next week. And then of course you and then of course you and then of course you talked about the uh big uh, main event which was incredible. I have got to go back and watch it. Rhea Ripley versus Yeah, that was unbelievable. I give Rhea uh, both women well done. I mean well yeah. done guys. I don't know how she so, like yeah, uh, I don't know how she uh stay focused with you know, getting out the the chokehold yeah. or whatever. Shane and Baszler does. Yeah, the and yeah, seen this move three, yeah. four times. She got out of it and grabbed the official. <laughs> Wait, you see, she grabbed official referee. Yeah, I saw it on the replay. I saw yeah. it. <laughs> well, the referee got knocked out because uh, Ripley hit Blazer. Well, you knew it was going to happen as soon as, as as soon as the ref went down. You knew Shane was going to have a plan with a uh, Jasmine yeah. Marina showing up. How to? Well, she to brought her. the chair. Yeah, yeah. They got kicked out after the referee saw that. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that was a great main event. Yeah, go back and look at it, JD. Is one of the best. So on a scale of one to ten, I think. So on a scale of one. So I think it was still the one of ten tonight. I'm going to say seven out of three. I gave it almost seven. What's that? I gave it NXT seven out of ten. Mm. I would give it. I would say I would give. I would give it about eight. And a, I would say an eight out of ten or eight and a half because you had a good opener and you had a real good main event close the show. Uh yeah yeah. Well, whatever. I mean, you had some. Yeah, and like the I best said, I, I gave, and I and I gave a I gave AEW about a seven and a half. I gave it about a seven, almost a seven and a half out of ten tonight. Yeah. But now we're yeah, going to happen so. next week. There's going to be a lot of questions coming up. We got the Dusty Classic coming up. We got. Uh, yeah. Now we got a new women's champion. I mean, it's just it's going to be. It lives uh-huh. up to the hype tonight. Everything lives up to it, and then some. <clears throat> yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. And fucking North Carolina's getting their asses kicked by Gonzaga. Who are they playing tonight? Right now. Gonzaga. Gonzaga. No way. Swear to God. No. 9275. <laughs> Holy God. It's on, yeah, it's on ESPN2. It's on ESPN2. 9972 now. Whoa, that is an upset. Holy hell. That's why I said. <laughs> number two is beating North Carolina. I was like, what the fuck is going on? What's going on with North Carolina? Where are they playing next year? At Gonzaga. At Gonzaga. Okay. Yeah, how about this one? We got in your room. Utah and Kentucky <laughs> coming up with Kentucky and Utah in about 10 minutes playing in uh, Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's really good. Yep. Sorry, uh, Chad. Your, your North Carolina is getting in, uh, you know, not what? a good night tonight. Kicked in. Not a good night. They're losing against number two, Gonzaga. It's up 94-75 with 205 left in the second half. <laughs> so, started, so we have plenty of games to play, so I'm not worried. About oh, yeah, I know, but I'm just saying they're losing against the number two, Gonzaga. 
Who does yes. number two work for? I fucking no idea. You work for me, that's who you work for. Oh! Yeah, <laughs> and they play Ken- yeah. Texas A&M next, next game. Gonzaga. Yeah. Oh. Yep. And then they play against Uranus. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's get this okay. shit started. No, actually, I just actually had to go take it. Never mind. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much, there, guys, to give give us your take of giving us, of course, the results here on AEW and NXT tomorrow night on Wolfpack. We'll get to hear your personal thoughts as to what happened. Uh, as to what you thought of what happened here tonight during the Wednesday Night Wars. Uh, we'll do that, of course, all tomorrow night on the second installment, NWO Wolfpack, coming up here, of course. Uh, about to one pound. Coming, to, co- coming, of course, like I said. Three. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, Oklahoma suspended three players. For next for their game against uh what Clemson in the bowl game JD did you see that yeah three Oklahoma guys yeah <laughs> okay guys I'm ready All right, ladies and gentlemen uh, now we now we go to the cream of the crop here. Uh, if we go, we'll, we'll go past the 11 o'clock hour here, ladies and gentlemen. And we will, of course, conduct this match. Uh, <clears throat> okay. Now, <clears throat> we won't we won't worry about music. We're not. I, I didn't want to know that either. But <clears throat> anyway, but uh, we will we'll forego the music here tonight, here, guys. So that we can go and get right on into the match. But like I said, we're already close to the 11 o'clock hour. And we will, of course, not leave the air tonight until we, of course, have a winner. Not a wiener, but a winner. Okay. So, <clears throat> so here we go. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, the following is a trivia championship matchup here under Family Feud rules. It is for the NWA US Great American Bash Championship, the NXT US Cruiserweight Championship, the NWA US War Games Championship, and yes, ladies and gentlemen, the WCWS 24 7 Championship. Ladies and gentlemen, both combats are hailing from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. First off, of course, uh, he is, of course, <clears throat> a 2015 and 17 WCWS Hall of Famer, and he's also the reigning and defending NWA US Great American Bash and NXT US Cruiserweight Champions. He is the Iceman, JD. Jared D. Geronimo. Mo, mo, mo. Oh, it's the first time since. John, good evening here. So, John, we thank you very much for joining us. We'll talk to you tomorrow night on NWO Wolfpack. <laughs> and also, JD, and also JD's opponent here tonight. He is a 2017 WWS Hall, Hall of Famer, and also he is the reigning and defending NWA US War Games and WWUS 24/7 champions. He is the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie. Okay, guys, gentlemen, here we go. Here we're going to go rapid fire here. So let's just not let's just not uh, let's just not beat around the bush here. Uh, JD, you can do that uh, after you get off the show. After you bring some Folgers coffee, and Fonzie, you can do it whenever you want to. Uh, okay, here we go. All right. 
Uh, well, let me see here. Uh, let's see. How will I do in this match? Is both of y'all, of course, are champions, so so both of y'all don't. Both of y'all have the advantage here. Uh, let's see here. Okay, we'll do, we'll do we'll do it in we'll do it in this fashion. Uh, JD, how many fingers am I holding up? Four. Fonzie, how many fingers am I holding up? Two. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm holding up two fingers. Peace. So, so good guess, JD Fonzie. We'll start the we'll start the contest, gentlemen. I wish you both the very best of luck. I have all four belts right here. Look at them very, very carefully, and take a gander at each other, and then take a gander at the belts. Who will come out on top? We will find out here momentarily. Here we go. And like I said, we're not going to beat around the bush. We're going to get right to it, Fonzie. JD, listen very, very carefully. Top six answers are on the board. <clears throat> Name an occasion when relatives visit. I'll repeat it. Name an occasion when relatives visit. Uh, I would say they show up for a wedding. It's Ponzi's turn. Ponzi's source. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, it's okay. Okay, Fonzie, go ahead. Okay. Uh, my family comes for occasion. Okay. Well, I want to see what number one is, if I can guess this one. A wedding. Well... Good news and good 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 news, Fonzie. Wedding is one of the answers. Bad news is it's not number one. It is number four. And Fonzie, you get four points for that. Oh, that's gay. No, actually, I'm quite straight. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, JD, five answers still remaining. Name an occasion when relatives visit. I'm going to say it's a case when there's a new baby. A new baby. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, are you talking about when? A, when are you, okay, you said a new baby. Obviously, okay, a new baby. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. JD strike one it is not on the board. Uh, Fonzie still five answers remaining. Name an occasion when relatives visit. I'm going to say Christmas. Christmas is number one. Fonzie, you have 58 points. All right, J.D., Christmas and a wedding have been said so far. Still four answers remaining. Name an occasion when relatives visit. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is number two. You have 16 points. Okay, Fonzie, Christmas, Thanksgiving, and wedding has been said. So three answers remaining in an occasion when relatives visit. Um, okay, but... Hmm. I have two in mind, but I'm going to save it for the next one. I'm going to say 
I'm going to say birthday. Number three is birthday. 12 points, Fonzie. Okay, JD. Christmas, Thanksgiving, birthday, and wedding has been said. Two more answers still remaining. Name an occasion when relatives visit. I know I'm going to have to strike two on this one. I'm going to try to guess it anyway because I know he's already won this first one by block out of his ass. I'm going to say... Uh, let's go with uh, when someone is moving, when you're moving to a new place or whatever, you know? Yeah, right. That's and that's an excellent answer. JD, strike two. That's not there. Yeah, I told you it was going to be a surprise. Well, but that's a good – let me tell you, like I said before, y'all come up with the best ones here. They're just going by with what people have actually said on the show. So this is what these are based on, basically, like I said. Uh, Fonzie, still two answers remain in an occasion when relatives visit. Yeah. I hate to say this, but when it's sad, a funeral. Number six is a funeral. Two people said funeral. JD, there is one more. Uh, that's what I was going to say, too. Damn it. Uh, I'm going to say they show up, however. Oh, boy. I think they show up, however, whenever they, uh... I'm going to take my last one here. I'm just... Because, uh, he won the first round because someone pulled out of his backside. Uh, so I'm going to pass on this last one. Okay. All right, J.D. is JD's taking his third strike right there. Uh, Fonzie still one answer remaining in an occasion when relatives visit. So far, Christmas, Thanksgiving, birthday, wedding, and funeral has been said. I have two remaining, but we'll see it's up there. I'm going to say graduation. Fonzie strike one. That is not there. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to say reunion. Family reunion. Bonzi, number five is reunion. Four people said reunion. And so. Pulled out of his ass Fonzie, you have you have eighty. JD, you have sixteen. So JD, you will start off this for next round here. Okay. And of course, y'all don't mind if I skip two or three of these to get to some ones I think y'all will have a really good chance at here. So, okay, this is a good one right here. Okay, all right, y'all, y'all okay with me doing that? Is that fine? Is that good? Up to JD. All right. Yeah. Okay. I went that. Okay. Okay. Well, JD, this is your. You start this one off right here, JD. So listen very, very carefully. Mm-hmm. Top six. Again, top six answers on the board. So listen very carefully. Name the most boring sport on TV. <laughs> Golf. Our number one is golf 39 uh, yeah see they're looking at you pulled that out of your ass you know, yeah that was the one i knew <laughs> that 
boring sport. Well, I, yeah, it was my first time I ever watched or ever went to a sport event. And some people say tennis is boring. Number two is tennis. 14 people said tennis. <laughs> All right, JD, golf and tennis has been said so far, and then the most boring sport on TV. Crazy as it sounds, I'll say basketball. Number four, basketball. Six people said basketball. All right, Fonzie, golf, tennis, and basketball has been said, and the most boring sport on television. And no, humping your sister is not a sport, so you cannot say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, I'm going to say bowling. Fonzie, strike one. Bowling did not make the list. Oh, get that! Oh, my goodness! I, I, I thought oh, it was number two. Wow! Open. Yeah, this is based on, like I said, with surveys that they did over for the actual shows. I mean, mm. I'm surprised myself that bowling. I like bowling, don't get me wrong, but I'm saying that. I uh, do, too. So, I mean, but, yeah. All right, J.D., so far, golf, tennis, and basketball have been said. Three more to go. Name the most boring sport on TV. Uh, I'm going to say, how about baseball? Number three is baseball. J.D., you have 10 points. <laughs> I'm uh, you pulled that out of your ass today. This second round, you pulled that out of your ass. Hey. I'm surprised those two are on this list. I never found out either one to be boring myself. I, I don't get it. Well, basketball, yeah, basketball or baseball, yeah. No, I'm surprised that they're even on this list. All right, Fonzie, golf, golf, tennis, baseball, basketball, as I said, two more to go. Name the most boring sport on television. Uh, baseball and basketball are up there. Is it, we're going to say hockey? Fonzie, strike two. Hockey's not up there. Oh, get I out. Baseball. I want to say curling. Well, JD, I didn't know if fixing your hair was. Oh, you're talking about. Oh, I'm sorry. Wrong, wrong. Not the curling. You're going to see Winter Olympics is coming up soon in Tokyo. Winter Olympics yeah. is coming up soon. They're gonna put they're gonna put hair in the chopsticks. Right? Chopsticks in the hair. There you go, JD. I think <laughs> I think this is your here. Uh, so no, that's not up there. Current All right, Fonzie. One more to go, man. Be very very careful. Then the most boring sport on TV so far: golf, tennis, baseball, and basketball has been said. How many? How much? Uh, what's left? There's two. No, there's two. Oh, there's more two left. left. Okay. I got two strikes. JD got two strikes. And it's Ron. He pulled out his ass. Well, JD has and, one. Uh, oh, he has one? Yeah. I think he has oh, okay. one. Yeah. He has one. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say soccer. 
Number five is soccer. Six people said soccer. All right, JD. Uh, two more here to go. My I'm gonna, man. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say bicycling. JD strike two. Bicycling is not up there. Ah. All right, y'all are both like I said, one piece right here. So. And there's one so left, one, right? There's one left, one right? Left. One left. Yes, there's one left. That's correct. Mm. Oh, fuck. I'm going to say skiing. Fonzie, you have struck out. Skiing is not there. Although wow. I, wouldn't watch, I wouldn't watch it, but I said that because that's the agony of the people. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, JD, one more to go here, my man. Golf, tennis, baseball, basketball, and soccer, as we said, in the most boring sport on television. There's one more left. Billiards, pool. JD, you have struck out as well. That is not there either, but y'all have some good. Good answers yeah. right there. Before I name the last uh, answer, then we're going to tell you what, what we have here. JD, uh, great comeback here. I will give you that here, sir. Uh, you added another, let me see, 55 points. You are up to 71. Uh, yeah, see, you pulled that out of your ass in this round. Fonzie, that you goal. You're still ahead of me. You're ahead of me by a good margin. Fonzie, it's this. Mm. He's doing this 12 to 74, 74, 74, 80, 84, 94, 94. Fonzie, you have 100. So, and what did he have? 71. He's only down by two. Oh, see, you're only down 29, J.D. Very close match. Very close. Yeah. yeah. Oh, by the way, the last one of y'all were dying to find this out. Then the most boring sport on television, you said golf, tennis, baseball, basketball, soccer. The last one? Boxing. Oh, ah, shit. Crap. How's that boring? How's that boring? Seriously. Believe it or not, believe it or not, the last three answers, basketball, soccer, and boxing, six people each said those three answers. Basketball, soccer, and boxing. Okay. I love soccer. I love boxing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I love it. You know I, what I'm saying? I love all I this sports. Too. I do too, Fuck. but like I said, I'm just simply telling you what they've said. So, well, okay. Okay, hold on here, guys, while I'm trying to find a, find a good one here for you. And like I said, ladies and gentlemen, the score right now in this matchup here is, is Fonte with 100, JD, JD with 71. So 29 points here. Currently, of course, separating these two combatants. As for the import of both the NWA US Great American Bash and NXT US Cruiserweight Championships held by JD and the NWA US War Games and WWS 24-7 titles held by the Heartbreak King Fonzie. Okay, here we go. All right, guys. Eight answers all on the board. I think Fonzie, this is your turn to start. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's right. Eight answers on the board. Fonzie, think about this very, very Carefully, I'll repeat it as I always do. Real or fictional? Name a well-known horse. Real or fictional? Name a well-known horse. Eight answers. You got to give a name of the horse. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, we got the hard one. I got the hard one. JD is going to put this one out of his ass. 
don't know the name of horse. I don't know any of the horses' names. Seriously. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. A donkey. I don't know. Would you have, would you, okay, hold on one second. Gentlemen, would you, would you, would you like me to change the question? I like to change it, but I don't know if JD does. That's fine. That's fine. You can do it. That's fine. Okay. Because I would have known, to answer your question, I would have known two of them, however, if it went (laughs) off, but that's fair. There are there are eight answers to this, and I'll and I may and I'll tell y'all what they are here after the match here if y'all want to hear them later. Okay, all right. In the meantime, let's try this one here. And Fonzie, it's still going to be your turn, bud. So 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 that didn't that didn't. Uh, That's all, folks. Okay, eight answers still on the board. Fonzie, it's still your turn. Uh, And that too. Okay, here we go. Name something that comes from Germany. Eight answers. Name something from Germany. Something that comes from Germany. I'm going to say beer. Number two is beer. 24 points there, Fonzie. Very nice indeed. All right, JD, other than beer, seven more answers still to go. Name something that comes from Germany. Lederhosen. Gesundheit. (laughs) 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 God. Okay, that's that's just terrible. Uh, JD, strike one. Lederhosen didn't make the board, surprisingly. Uh, I'm shocked. I'm very shocked. Fonzie, seven answers still remaining. Name something that comes from Germany. Uh, Beer is considered some, all the beer names. Can I say other names of beer? No, 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 beer beer right there, pretty much just that. Okay, okay. Huh. Food, German food. Can you be more specific? Oh, fuck. No, not right now, Ponzi. I don't know. Maybe later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, wait till JD has his folders, and maybe you can. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh <laughs> shit. No, I actually did that a little while ago. Okay. Jeez. Uh, uh, I got a name of the food? Yep. Well, I didn't name the beer. <laughs> I just say beer. Um. Yeah, but there may be, but, but when I say be, when I say be specific about it, I mean they may have 
there may be more than one option of it. So, because I'm sure, I'm sure there's different foods that comes from Germany. Uh, I don't know if this came from Germany. Because everybody loves this, and it freaking stinks the whole house. Um, uh, what's that? JD, help me out with this. It's a white stringy thing. And then you have it, um, no, for kibasi. Oh, what's it with the kibasi, JD? Starts with a nest. Sauerkraut. Yeah, sauerkraut. Okay, hold on one second because I think you asked your opponent for help. Because um, um, I didn't know what it what it was, the name of it. Are you, are you okay? Okay. Uh, number five is sauerkraut. Fonzie, you would get you'll get six points for that. Okay. Thanks, JD. All right, JD. So far, beer and sauerkraut has been said, and of course, you put that around Fonzie. He might, he might blow the roof off of his. Uh, what about cars, <laughs> automobiles? <laughs> uh, number one, quality cars, thirty-six points. Uh, pull that one out of your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I thought sauerkraut or beer. I thought beer was going to be number one. Seriously, I thought beer. Was yeah, that's be what I just thought too. Yeah, that's what well, I beer, thought. Well, beer is number two. Just like that, that's what you have to do every time you drink it. So, anyway, yeah. All right, what's coming next? Fonzie, cars, beer, and sauerkraut. Bad combination, yeah. right I know something about it. Holy shit. (laughs) Five five answers are still on the board. Name something that comes from Germany. Close. Let's see. Um, Let's see. Was this number one or number two for Hunzi? Strike. Serious? It's not on the. It's closing not on the board. I'm shocked myself. Serious? Uh, I think JD said later, hey, I got something you wear, and I think that wasn't on there. So, yeah. I was going to say a thong. I was going to say a thong. Oh! (laughs) They made it. That's made it from Germany. They call that the Adolf. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. You're at go ahead. Five answers still left. Go ahead. Clocks. Cuckoo clocks. Number three, cuckoo clocks. JD's 10 points. All right, Fonzie, cars, beer, cookie pops, and sauerkraut, as we said so far. Still four answers remaining. Name something that comes from Germany. And no, J.D. did not come from Germany. Wine. What? Wine. 
Okay, but Jay, if you find you don't have to keep on whining. I mean, I heard what you said. You said. <laughs> Uh, and, Jay, and of course, uh, speaking of swing with JD's got to go let out his sauerkraut here. For, <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Fonzie, is that number one or number two? Are you serious? That's three. That's three. That's three. That's three. Okay. So, late, so Fonzie, I'm sorry about that, bud. Oh, I, I know. Like I said before, I mean, it's. It's, it's what they have on the t- it's what they have on TV, but it's, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Mind boggling. Uh, Jaden, are you back with us? I think he wanted to drop a number two. No, I think he wanted to go drop a sauerkraut. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, let's while we wait for Jaden to return. Do not forget, of course, to check us out on NWO Wolfpack here tomorrow night. One three five two one pound. Of course, we will have <clears throat> we will have, of course, for your news and views and history and birthdays. Plus, also here, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be of course bringing you, of course, our thoughts and opinions as to what took place, of course, uh, tonight here on a with AEW and NXT and other some other fun stuff will take place as well. So be sure to listen in on NWO Wolfpack here, of course, tomorrow night. Our live video feed will be. From, uh, let's see, I think I have my paper right here. Yes, it will be. Let's yes, see, we're, be coming from, we're coming from oh, J.D. Stonghouse. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, um, it is, of course, the NXT U.S. Generation tomorrow night from 9 to 11, 138, pounds for our next episode of NWO Wolfpack. All right, J.D., so far, Fonzie has struck out. I think you've got, uh, I think you've got two more, I believe. So, right. uh, so card number four is chocolate. JD, you got nine points. All right, cars, beer, yeah. clocks, chocolate, and sauerkraut has been said so far. Three more answers. Dolls, figures, Hummel figures. What is it? Hummel figures. Oh, oh, hum- oh, oh, oh. Strike two, JD. That did not make the board. One more to go, uh, JD. Three more answers still remaining. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. I'm trying to think. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna pass. Okay. All right. Great, great effort here, guys. Here it did of course both did gain some points here in the long run here. Uh, <clears throat> and of course I will go ahead and mention here. I think JD did add let's see, let's go by what he had here. See, see, 55, 65, 65. Yeah, 71. Six going in. Yeah. Right, right, okay, okay. Sixteen thirty five, fifty five and ten is uh, 65, 65, and 6, yeah, 71, and 10 is 81, 81, and 36 is 117, 117, and 9. JD has 126. Fonzie, you have... Yeah, Fonzie has a 62, 62, and 74. I had 100. Right, right, yeah, hold on. All right, 62 yeah. and 20 is, is 74, 74, and 2. 
the 76, 76 and 4 is 100, 114, you have 120, 44, Fonzie, you have 150. You're ahead of me by about I'm ahead of 24 points. 24 points right now is separating. Close match. Close match. Yes, indeed. And now let's go and give you the remaining three answers from this right here. Number six, uh, you came close when you said sauerkraut, but number six was bratwurst or sausage. I was going to say sausage. I was going to say that, too. Number seven, something, else something that comes from Germany. Number seven, Germans. Oh, jeez. Germans. <laughs> And and number eight, German Shepherds. Oh, oh my goodness. Okay, here, guys. 24 points now separate JD and Fonzie here. Of course, let's see, 150 to 126 right now. Fonzie needs 50 points. Uh, JD, you need, let's see, uh, 74. So, a lot of work in so it is, it is getting, it is getting very, very good here, guys. So this is, let's just keep on going. See who is turning to start. It's, it's JD's. Uh, it's JD's it's turn. JD. Okay. Yeah. JD's. Turn. All right. Thank you, Fox. All right, JD. Uh, seven answers on the board. Listen to this one very, very carefully. Name an old movie. That just about everyone has seen at least once. The Wizard of Oz. Number two is The Wizard of Oz. JD has 18 points. And that takes you, JD, up to 144. <laughs> okay. All right, Fonzie. Set uh, six answers still left. Uh, name an old movie that just about everyone has seen at least once. Um. He said the Wizard of Oz. Okay. Everybody. Everybody's seen. Everybody's seen this movie. I'm alone. That is an excellent answer, Fonzie, but strike one is not there. Get the fuck out of this shit. Oh my goodness gracious! Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I mean I'm like you. I, mean, I, I know, I know what you mean. I know he's gonna beat mean. me. He's gonna beat me. He's down four. Okay. Six, six answers here on the board here. JD still wears a vest. Still the only one said. Name an old movie that just about everyone has seen at least once. The Godfather. Number seven is The Godfather. Three people has said The Godfather. He's one point behind. Fucking shit. All right, Fonzie. So far, Wizard of Oz and The Godfather has been said. Name an old movie that just about everyone has seen at least one time. Still six answers. What the fuck is number one, then? Number two? I thought I thought Wizard of Oz would be number one. Seriously. Yeah, or Godfather, one of those two. Who's fucking number one then? I'm gonna go Halloween. The oh, fuck? 
That's another good answer, Fonzie, but strike two, that didn't make it either. Get the fuck out of this shit. I like to see what it is. Okay, JD. So far, Wizard of Oz and The Godfather has said, name an old movie that just about everyone has seen at least once. And we just lost uh, JD. I'm going to have to wait just a moment while we try to get him while we try to get him back on here. Uh, Well, we tried to, like I said, we're, of course, continuing to wait for, for J.D. It is his turn right here. I can't believe a Home Alone is not up there. Or Halloween. I'm, One of those. Well, I'm, right. And, I, and like I said, I, I agree with you 110%. Oh. I mean, I'm, I'm really surprised about that myself. Well, did we lost J.D.? Yeah, well, well, apparently he must have, he must, I don't know if his phone went out or what, I'm not sure what happened, but he's, he's trying to, uh, he's trying to get back here. Okay, wait a minute, I think we might be having him back on, I think he might have had to get a different, he might have had to get a different phone here, but, uh, okay, we got JD back with us here, JD, uh, I think we lost you there for just a second, but we have you back now. Um, it is your turn, sir, let me go ahead and just run through this one more time. Name an old, mo- old movie that about everyone has seen at least once. And so far, Wizard of Oz and The Godfather has been said. Gone with the Wind. Number one is Gone with the Wind. JD's got 23 points. Okay, Fonzie, so far, Gone with the Wind, Wizard of Oz and The Godfather has been said. There are still four answers remaining. And with old movies, just about everyone has seen at least once. Uh, I think my last strike. I don't know. Okay. All right. Fonzie has taken his last strike here. Uh, JD, you still have three answers here. Yo, I'm sorry, four answers. Uh, Here's up for Gone Gone with the Wind, Wizard of Oz, and, and Godfather has been said. There's still four answers remaining in an old movie that, that just about everyone has seen at least once. All right. Uh, let me see. Uh, I'm going to say, however, uh, we said The Godfather, we've seen Gone with the Wind. Uh, I'm going to say, however, um, give me a minute. Rocky? I think that's number two for you, JD. That is not on the board. And you know what I'm thinking? I'm going to say, I'm going to say, 
However, um, I give up. Okay, that's not on the board either. I, I never heard of it called I give up. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, but, uh, okay, uh, good good guesses here all around here, guys, here with this right here. Let me go ahead and give you – let me go ahead and uh, let you know where everybody here stands. Uh, let's see. Six, seven, eight, one, seven, one, ten, eight, one, eight, one, I still got 150. Uh, 126. 26 and 18, 144, 144, 147, 147, and 20, 147, and 20, 23 is, JD has 170, Fonzie has 150. So, now, JD, pull that one out of his ass there. Yes, like we did before. Okay, here are the remaining four answers here, guys. Um, number three here. Casablanca. Yeah. 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 Number four, and of course, being close to the holiday, I'm surprised no one said this one. It's a wonderful life. Number five, Greece. Huh. And number six, Old Yeller. Gentlemen, hmm. I hate to call it. I hate to pause this right here, but I have got to go once again here to the can. Please talk amongst yourselves for just one second while we pause the match. I will be right back. We'll be right back to conclude this right here. JD leads right now, 170 to 150. I will be back in the Going to go down to the wire. And this could be it right here. Kentucky's losing 2617. Jeez. <laughs> I can't wait for a Christmas story. Yeah. Don't participate in group activities. Gonna shit your eye out, Ralphie. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, jeez, this is great.
person too, and if you realize. Right, right. But there's no By the way, can I say something to you? Really hot me. Larry, you're here to be a part of our spiritual community. Not and acknowledge the light within yourself. I thought I thought Home Alone was going to be up there. Everybody saw Home Alone. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe no, no NFL Thursday night tomorrow. (laughs) Yep. So Saturday. Yep. What are you doing this weekend? You got any plans? Uh, Saturday night I got an ugly sort of Christmas party to go to, and uh, I don't know if I'm working with Johnny's uncle yet or not. My father's uncle yet or not. I know my sister's working that. Sunday I'm watching yeah. the game, but I'm going to the depot in the morning, early, before the game, basically. Oh, we uh, play 425 Sunday. Sunday, right? No, 1 o'clock. Oh, one o'clock. Yeah. They, they ain't changed the Baltimore game yet, right? No, they won't. So Sunday night. They they might do that this week after this weekend. I would think it might be their. Sunday I, I know game. we're t- four twenty-five. I know that. That's the schedule. What, for the they had. What, for the, the Baltimore what, for the game. game. No. Yeah, I think it's four twenty-five. It's a one o'clock. One o'clock game, but they might switch it to four twenty-five, baby. I thought it was four twenty-five. Okay. Yep. Nope. No. Actually, actually, you're worth a you're worth a hundred and fifty. Uh, okay. Sorry about that, here, guys. Boy, my stomach was just turning a little bit. Uh, um, by the way, uh, just in case you haven't heard of this song, unfortunately, I had to say this. It was a case of diarrhea. Ooh, <laughs> okay. yeah, shit water. Ooh. No, it was actually chunky beef stew. Diarrhea. Okay. <laughs> well, no, diarrhea is <laughs> shit water. That's what diarrhea is, yeah. is shit water. 
Yeah, okay, you'll have to describe it to me. I just I don't want to experience it again. Okay. Uh, by the way, like I said, uh, before the last four answers of that last question was Casablanca, It's a Wonderful Life, Greece, and yeah. Old Yeller. So uh, was the last ones there in that. Okay. I'm okay. down twenty. As we as we said here, folks. JD, JD is up 170 to 150. 30 points or more were winning for JD. 50 points or more were winning for Fonzie. So, gentlemen, I wish you both the very best of luck. It could depend on maybe this particular question. So, think about mm -hmm. this one very, very carefully. I do believe it is. I think it's I my it turn, is, I think. It's your turn. Okay. All right, Fonzie, it's your yeah. turn. Listen question very very carefully but gentlemen wish you both the very best of luck in case this match does end with this question remember jd you're 30 points out fonzi you're 50 points out so it's still anybody's ball game here so you know, think about all this very very hard i wish you both the very best of luck here we go seven seven answers on the board listen very carefully and fonzi i'll start with you in your and this is this is just the way they ask this question in your opinion, who is the best president that America has ever had? Who is the best president that America has ever had? Seven answers. I was even born with the Uh, what are the news stories? Yeah, I think Fonzie's thinking about this very carefully. I'm going to say Bill Clinton. You're saying Bill Clinton? Fonzie, mm -hmm. Bill Clinton is number three. Thirteen people said Bill Clinton. Okay. <clears throat> All right, J.D. Number five is George Washington. Nine people said Washington. Hmm. I, I'm surprised that went. I'm surprised it was that low. All right, Fonzie. So far, Clinton and Washington have said five answers still remaining. Who, who is the best president that America has ever had? How about Abraham Lincoln? Fonzie, number two is Lincoln. Seventeen people have said Lincoln. Fuck is number one. Who's number one? John F. Kennedy. Yeah. Number four is John Kennedy. Twelve people said Kennedy. All right. All right, J. All right, Fonzie. So far, Lincoln, Clinton, Kennedy, and Washington has been said. There are Who's number one? Three more oh, answers. Crack at those tickets. About 2,000 or so people came. George W. Bush. Fonzie strike one. Bush is not on the board. I figured that. Good. <laughs> no, nor are his baked beans. Uh, <laughs> 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 
<laughs> All right, JD. Uh, Lincoln, Clinton, Kennedy, and Washington have been said so far. Any more answers still remaining? Franklin, Delano, Roosevelt. Number six is FDR. Six people said Roosevelt. And who's fucking right. number one then? Lincoln, Holy Clinton, shit. Kennedy, Washington, and FDR has been said so far. Uh, Fonzie, there are still two answers left. Oh, he could have been. He could have been great president. Hmm. I'm going to say Martin Luther King. He, uh, he is not on the board, Fonzie. Strike two. I don't think King was ever president. Uh, no. no. Fucking shit. Although that would have been interesting. I would have loved to see. I would have, he, he might have been made a pretty good one, though. You have a very good point. Um, uh, RJD still two answers remaining. Well, Ronald Reagan. Number one is Reagan. 27 people said Reagan. He won. He won. I will. I, hold on a minute. Very close. Oh, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's, let, let's double check. We'll pause for just a second here. We'll pause for just a second here while we make that determination. I knew I was going to lose. Hey, you fought a hell of a match against me, man. You did well. You did damn good against me. But to answer your question, okay. however, yeah. what? what? I was telling Fonzie. Uh, next week, our, apparently NXT is going to be live on Christmas night. I told you that. I didn't think it was going to be live. And here are the matches. Roderick Strong will defend the North American Challenge in an open North American title in an open challenge. And Leo Rush and Keith Lee will team up to take on Tony Nese and Damian Priest. I'll be a very interesting matchup here. Ladies, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, here of course, 
after after running through, of course, the numbers here in a very, very close battle. In a very, very close battle indeed. With a final score of 224 to 160. Oh, fuck, 160. Oh, Jesus, God. I told you he beat me. You fought well, man. I did it. I had 150, then I had 160. Oh, you beat me by 40. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, let me redo that. Hold on one second. Let me redo that. 62 and 74, 76, 76, and 4 is 80. 80 and 14 is 4. 94 and 6 is 100. 124 and 24 and 24 is 80. 84 and 24 and 24 and 24 by only 80, by 84 points. So, 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 ladies and gentlemen, like I said, holding on to the NWA US Great American Bash and NXT Cruiserweight Championships, and now the new NWA US War Games and WWS 24-7 champions, the Iceman, Jared D. Geronimo. Thank you very much, good man. I will say that. Very good match. Um, I actually did have something in mind here, gentlemen. So I sit here thinking things over. Uh, and I'm kind of thinking about doing this on New Year's night to start off the new year with a bang. And I, I will ask both you, JD, and I'll ask both, and also you, Sonny, as well. Well, I would like to know is okay. Okay, well, easy. Uh, I'm yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, all right. I understand. Okay, how about we do this with a bang? Okay. You know what? I'll go one better. Okay. Well, you got, one you got an idea, please go ahead. I've got a better idea. Okay. I'll put the two new belts that I just won and keep the other two off to the side, but I will put the two new belts that I won and I will challenge him New Year's Eve. Fonzie, New Year's, New Year's Eve. He would put the belts he just won against you. Yeah, I'll accept it. You accept it. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, December December 31st, ladies and gentlemen, on Revolution, we will have, of course, a match for for both the NWA US War Games and WWS 247 Championships. At the Iceman will defend these two new belts against the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie. By the way, the last answer in that question, number seven, Obama. Yeah. Obama, your mama, and all that good drama, and yeah, okay. Uh, okay. So, uh, 
JD, Fonzie, anything you wish to add before we close up shop here for the night? No, I'm okay. I got a good right, JD, anything? Nope, I got a good clip to close with tonight. No, it's not Folgers tonight, although we're going to have that maybe tomorrow night, possibly. You never know. Uh, but no, uh, congratulations definitely goes to the new NXT Women's Champion, Rhea Ripley. Uh, she ripped through Shayna Baszler in what was one hell of a match, we heard. And, uh, yeah, both shows did pretty good tonight. I think NXT may have just edged AEW a little bit, but we'll see the final tally in the viewership tomorrow. But we haven't heard anything in the last couple weeks about the Raw rings either, which is pretty crazy when you think about it. I imagine they've been down. But uh, uh, we're less than a week to Christmas. So Christmas came a little early, however, in the women's match tonight of NXT. And also in uh, – General, how we saw what happened with the the man who shall not be named. Let's just say, however, was impeached tonight, and it's the start of hopefully the start of something big. However, before the year's out and going into the new decade, new year, however, hopefully this will continue to be a good sign of things to come and things start to turn the page, so to speak, and things get better. But tonight, however, it is a somewhat little bit of a happy night, if you will. However, but a good match nevertheless, and that's all I'm going to say. I will be ready to give you my NXT thoughts and AEW thoughts on both shows tomorrow. Okay, thank you very much, JD. On that note here, folks, we thank everyone for listening to end episode 770 of Revolution here tonight. I do want to thank the Iceman, Jared Giralmo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, and the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie here tonight. And of course, like I said, big congratulations to the Iceman this evening. We're picking up, of course, the NWA US War Games, NWCWS 24-7 Championship belts, and holding on to the NWA US Great American Bash and NXT Cruiserweight Championships here tonight there indeed. And of course, as you just heard, a match has been made on New Year's New Year's Eve night, December 31st, ladies and gentlemen, on Revolution. It will be the Iceman defending now the NWA US War Games and US 24-7 titles against the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie in a family feud style matchup. Unless of course they unless another match unless they're any other way, we'll find we will get that all planned out in time for of course uh, uh, of course like I said, <clears throat> New Year's Eve night. So we'll let y'all know about what all happens there. In the meantime, here, folks, we do thank you for listening here tonight to episode 770 of Revolution. And, of course, don't forget tomorrow night on NWO Wolfpack, of course, our live video feed. As we said, from NXT US, the future generation, news and views, history and birthdays. Also, of course, we'll talk about what happened here in our own personal opinions about what happened with, the, with of course, the results of AEW and NXT from the night. And plus some other fun stuff here, of course, will be taking place here as well. So we'll be we'll have a good old time here with doing that. <clears throat> uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen, do not forget to visit, of course, the following perpetual unique video day, internet retail for the internally disabled individual, and also Bulldog DVD sells a variety, of course, on Facebook, Facebook.com forward slash group sports slash bulldog DVD sells a variety. I will mention, of course, 13 days away from now, ladies and gentlemen. And I like to say 13, 13 days away. We will, of course, have or will be the will be the last day that December 31st will be the last day that we do this. Of course, every single DVD and, and Blu-ray posted on the page, regardless of single or multiple disc sets, will be worth one dollar a piece. Be sure to check it out here today. Wow, like I will be announcing here very very soon. 
about where about what our new pricing list is going to be for, of course, like I said, uh, for Bulldog DVD sales and variety coming up in the new year. So, like I said, take advantage of this big time offer. Like I said, while it still lasts, you got 13 more days before, of course, the deal is over and done with. So, <clears throat> be sure to check us out here today at Bulldog DVD sales and variety, where, of course, our motto is we take a bite out of the cost so you can enjoy your favorite selection. <clears throat> Revolution episode 770 is a broadcast of the WWS radio network right here on TalkShoe.com. But we, of course, are four years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Folks, take care of yourselves and each other. We will definitely see you in the ring. Of course, join us for NWO Wolfpack tomorrow night from 9 to 11, 138 pound. We will have, of course, a very explosive night of wrestling talk and other fun stuff here as well, so be sure to listen in on that. And ladies and, remember, since, ladies and gentlemen, always remember, since 2015, your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, WCWS Radio Network. And now here's the Iceman with tonight's closing theme. Which we will have in just a moment here, folks, so please bear with us, however. We're just taking care of uh, just cleaning up some... Uh, things here in my uh, phone here, folks. So, okay. Okay, we are going to check that out. Okay, here we go. Pulling you up top and your feet planting you on the earth. And raise your arms up. If you can, look up. Absorbing the energy of the room and come out of it. Fantastic, Yogi. Now let's get down to the floor. First, we'll start on our shoulders in a little shoulder stand. Toes up to the side. I love that And fold our legs over and down. And let's take one more breath together as a group. Inhale. Take one more sip of air. And down to heart center. And namaste. Namaste. Thank you, Yogi. See you tomorrow. Thank you, Yogi. I wanted to do the downward dog. That's my favorite one. I love that downward dog. Excuse me, Larry was it? Yes. Um, notice that you didn't uh, namaste with the other Yogi. Yeah. Not a namaste guy. I don't participate in group activities. You know, I don't, I don't sing the birthday song, happy birthday to you, and uh, so, you know. Namaste means the light within me greets the light within you. There is no light within me. That's the only problem there. Why don't you try it? Why don't you just try a little namaste and see how it feels? I know how it's going to feel. I'm going to feel like an idiot. Well, yeah. no one's here now. Why don't you just try it? Mm-hmm. My third eye is watching. Not how the third eye works. You know how the third eye works, huh? Studied it for many years. That's yeah. so. Yeah, well, here's what I think about the third eye. Look, I'm poking it. Doesn't hurt at all. Disrespectful. Like, Disrespectful. Yeah. Don't do that to your third eye. I wouldn't do it to my two eyes, the real eye. Right, right. But third eye's real. But... <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> can I say something? It's really hot in here. Well, it's hot yoga. Does that have to be this hot? I mean, it's, you know. Larry, you're here to be a part of our spiritual community. No, I'm here because I have a bad hamstring. If you're not going to acknowledge the light within yourself, then you can leave. You can leave and you cannot come back. Oh, very uh, un-yogi-ish of you. Get the fuck out. You just made my day. 
This has been the WWS Radio Network. And no, did I end up like that man right there? Take care and God bless. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.